Welcome to this week's edition of Stop the BS. I am Mr. Burns along here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not just some this week's edition. This is season oh, four. Oh, fucking preseason football. Fantastic. This is season four. This is the start of season four. Season four? When the hell do we talk about seasons? Oh, my gosh. When was Stop the BS created? It was in December. Of what year? Fucking 2020. Correct. That means this is our fourth NFL season. Oh! Wow. He gets it, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, guys, I guess this is season four. Um, This season has some crazy shit happening this year. Swank gets arrested on a RICO charge. It's Pretty crazy. crazy yeah, dude. It's fucking yeah. nuts. But um, we had football now. We have football Bad. now. I'm micless currently because I moved. If you can see my background, I'm in a house now. Wonderful room. I had first pick. Same here. I'm in a house. Great. I'm gonna get. I have to hang up my other curtains behind me. But great room. Got a TV over here. It's, it's wonderful. It's great. My but TV's in the above process, I lost my USB C port, and my mic is just sitting here with without a friend. So, yes, Swank's uh, room. Swank's room. He thinks it's so fucking cool. But you know what? He doesn't have that I do. I got a fucking Among Us piggy bank. No way. Yep. This are, man, are you in a frat? No, this wasn't my fraternity. This is my home. This was my hometown friends. I won it at home. Wow. We did a home was- beer Olympics. And when we were at Walmart buying the beer, we saw that and we're like, you know what? That's the trophy. That's awesome. So I have it now. Yeah. But, well, um, Everything's Season going four. good. Season I'm back four, at baby. school. Your your fucking classes start on Monday, yeah? Classes start on Monday, yeah? Yeah, me too. So we're both just doing nothing this entire week, basically? Um, Essentially. I'm still putting my room together a little bit, joining a new gym. Yeah. Everything's new. It's all new. Yeah, um, we're building a bunch of shit at the house that I can't show yet because I'm going to do a full house tour video once it's all done. And I have a series coming with what I'm building, so I'm excited about that for really? TikTok. But um, I want to get straight into, actually, first, ready? Talking about football, I'm in a bit of a scenario right now, okay? Okay. I just want you to listen to this. So, I'm down at school in central Illinois. And the closest NFL stadium, what is the closest NFL stadium to my current location? NFL stadium to your current location is probably Green Bay. Are you a fucking idiot? Do you know, do you know, like, geography? I do know geography. Green Bay is like north Wisconsin. Minnesota is even farther north. I'm just guessing stadiums around you, dog. I don't fucking know. Keep guessing. They're, I'll, I'll give you a hint. They're not. It's obviously not division. Soldier Field. They're not my division. Come on. Colts. There you go. And where the Bears play on Saturday. Um, I don't know because I don't necessarily care about them, but I'm going to They play in Indy. They play in Indy on Saturday night. Lucas Oil. And here's the thing. One of my uncles, Colt season ticket holder. His seats. Yikes. Yeah, I know. Dude, he he lives like up by me and he drives to Indy. It's like three hours. He goes there like every Sunday. He's going to drive up to Indy just to see Anthony Richardson throw three picks a game this year. But here's the thing. Listen up. Name starter, by the way. Listen, here's the thing. He's got his season tickets are on the 40-yard line, 10 rows up. Wow. And he has one ticket left for the Bears-Colts game on Saturday. But 
do I really want to drive six hours in one day to watch a preseason football game? I mean, if you got nothing else going on and those tickets are that good, I would say yes. But also, Sugar Sean fights for the belt Saturday night. Can you get you can get back in time? No, the game's at seven. Oh, yeah, I won't be home till like one thirty two in the morning if I go. Yeah, because Texans play at three on Saturday. So, yeah, no, if it was during the day, oh fuck yeah, dude, in a heartbeat. But I don't know. I'd said if I convince one of my buddies to go and buy a cheap seat and I'll split it with him and he'll do the drive with me, then I'll go. But I want to see Sean O'Malley fight too. Sugar Sean fighting. Um, fuck. What's his name? Dude, I love Sugar Sean. I know. So do I. Hang on. Sean O'Malley. He plays, dude. Oh, my God. He fights um, Sterling. He fights Sterling for the Bantamweight title on Saturday. No way. Really? Dude, I actually have been getting into like the UFC more. Well, have you watched Ultimate Fighter? No, I don't watch Ultimate Fighter. That's some crazy shit. It's awesome. I gotta. I also want to talk about shows real quick. So, the quarterback series. I'm not gonna lie. I I stopped watching it after five episodes. I got kind of bored of it. It was. Uh, I um, mean, it's cool, but I already know what happened. You know, I've heard that. I've heard that, and it was interesting to see the Mariota fall off after episode three or four because he got <laughs> backup. He's just no longer a part of the show. <laughs> yeah, but um, the biggest thing is my favorite sports show ever is back. And season two episodes come out every Sunday night. It's called Winning Time. It's on HBO Max. And it's the rise of the Lakers dynasty. And it's so good with Magic Johnson, the owner. Dude, it's basically the best way to describe it is if you took the Wolf of Wall Street and you made it basketball. And I swear to God, dude, try episode one out and you will fall in love with it immediately. Because the cool part is, is, you know, we know that they were really fucking good, right? Yeah. We both know that, but we don't know exactly what happened because we weren't fucking alive to see it. And seeing it, like, I didn't know in their second season that they lost in the first round of Rockets. In their second season with Magic, that they lost in the first fucking round after winning the title the first year. Yeah. And it was crazy to see, like, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, my dad's like, whatever, because he fucking saw it all, but I didn't. So it's like, it's like it's fake, but it's not, you know? Interesting. I don't know if I can get around to it just because I can't stand the NBA. Um, But, but this is the old. Cool. The show sounds did cool. Did you watch The Last Dance? Of course I did. That's completely okay. different. That is, that okay. is the goat of all goats and the greatest title run in the history of sports. So, yeah. Different. And it's That's my different. city, bitch. Wow. It's also my city kind of too, sort of. Your family lives here, but that's really it. And I've been there every summer since I was two. So Yeah. But I want to get into I have a list right here of the winners and losers of week one of the preseason. Okay. First off, I have two I have two winners. I, I how did I know this would somehow sneak its way onto your page? Number one, Nathan Rook. Rourke. Rourke. That's the best way to say it. Jaguars backup quarterback goes in there and puts on a fucking show in Dallas, in Dallas. He tore apart that, that Dallas defense. I mean, even though it was their backups, but he fucking tore it up out there, man. That one play where he escaped like three people in the pocket. Oh my God. Like old Deshaun Watson out there. He did. He looked, he looked really fucking good. And dude, that's some action right there too. Maction, baby. Who Are you a Maction guy? Uh, I love Maction. Who doesn't love Wednesday Maction in the middle of the season? 
Yeah, dude, it's beautiful. But yeah, um, it's gorgeous. What's it called? Which school did he go to? It was uh I feel like he was a Toledo guy. Uh you're probably right. I, I think he was a Toledo guy. Where did he go to school? Rourke went to. It says that he went to community. <laughs> Ohio. He went to Ohio. He oh, went yeah. to Fort Scott Community College. Yeah, Ohio. He went, he went to Ohio. That's my bad. That's but like, um, Ohio in the Mac? No. Yeah, Ohio's in the Mac. Oh, yeah. That checks out, actually. Yeah. yeah. Ohio, Toledo, Northern Illinois, and then there's a bunch of other fucking schools, too. But then the second winner, and you knew, you, you knew that this was going to be on my list. The Chicago Bears starting offense. Yeah. <laughs> Look. First and foremost, I just want to say, Justin Fields does not deserve the credit for that. that Thank you. It should be Thank given you. to Khalil Herbert and DJ Moore making fucking plays. But at the same time, people are shitting on Justin for not doing anything. He didn't have to do anything, and it resulted in 14 fucking points. You're right. You're right. You can't shit on him necessarily for doing nothing, but you can make the argument at this point that Fields can still not throw the ball accurately downfield. Because he didn't even fucking do it because he didn't have to. Exactly. So we don't know yet. So great offensive plays. You know that Fields has a top. Zero credit for those. You know Fields was top four in the league last year in deep ball accuracy, right? Is that right? Yes. You can look it up yourself. Really? Yes. And you know that Mahomes was number one in the league for yards after catch? But all of a sudden when Justin Fields throws two screen passes, people decide to bring that up. We'll see, man. I think the hype, the hype is too. It's too much. It's the hype it's, it's is real much. around the fucking Bears this year. I mean, dude, no, the hype, the hype is is immense around Fields, and I don't, I'm not buying it. I haven't been this excited for a Bears season in years. And you know what? A lot of this hype all builds up to Week One. If they, if we fucking smoke Green Bay, then the hype is going to be people won't hear the end of it. People will not hear the end of it from Chicago fans, including myself. But I want to talk about the losers now. Which do you agree with both of those winners? Would you say? Um, I would say so. There's obviously some some more winners as well. Yeah. Um, if we're gonna stay biased, I think Texans defense was absolutely phenomenal um, against New England. Um, I think mm-hmm. the, the Jets. I, I made a TikTok yesterday about my my reactions. Jets depth looks fucking ridiculous, especially against the Panthers. Twenty seven zero. Yeah, with fucking Dalvin Cook now, dude. Oh yeah, my Dalvin God. Cook, are you watching hard knocks at all? No. It's um, it's fine. It's not nearly as juicy because they don't allow a bunch of shit. But it's oh. fine. I mean, they just suck off Aaron Rodgers the whole time. Have they said who's the in-season hard knocks yet or no? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't watch that Cardinals one. Was it good? Either do I. No, either do I. That's the one that I want to watch though, because that's like quarterback. Hard, the problem with hard knocks right now, at least I've only seen the first episode. The second one came out last night or two nights ago, whatever it was. I don't know. Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. The it's too much. It's too much, Rogers. Like I'm serious. The whole first episode, you watch it. I'm not playing. It's a. It's like an hour. I think 50 minutes of it was Rogers, and I get it. Well, yeah. I mean, I get it, but it's like it's like stop. Like yeah. I want to see Sauce on there too, though. That's the thing. Sauce was on there a little bit. Of course, he was. Yeah. I mean, you saw the whole thing about um, was that the that must have been the most recent game though about Sean Payton and then Sauce Gardner what he wore. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't on this episode, but. For fans that don't know out there, Sean Payton, number one, just obliterated Nathaniel Hackett in his job last year with the Broncos, saying it was the worst coaching job he's ever seen in the history of the NFL, <laughs> whatever it was, that it was fucking terrible. It was awful. That, that was in episode one. 
But then, so probably in episode two, which I don't know, I haven't watched, but Sean Payton comes out and sets strict rules for the Broncos. He's the new head coach of the Broncos. That if you're on the sideline, you're not playing in the preseason game. Can't yeah. wear a bucket hat. Can't wear a cutoff shirt. But essentially, no fun. And Sauce Gardner comes out, and, and t- it looks to me, I don't know if it is, intentionally breaks every rule of Sean Payton. Yeah, no, he broke every single rule. In a bucket hat. Came out with the cutoff sleeves. Came out fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, man. He's a funny guy. But yeah. um, my two losers I want to say is, number one, Anthony Richardson. And I've said it since the beginning, Anthony Richardson is a 50-50 player. He's either going to be incredible like amazing, the best rookie in this class, or he's going to be horrible. And the Colts took a huge chance, but honestly, I respect the Colts for it because they needed to take a chance on a quarterback. They needed to. Yeah, this is, I mean, we're talking week one preseason of a guy that only played so many games at Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, so. He is, dude, he has had so many flashes that he was so talented. That he had so much talent and he just needed to hone it. He just needs to hone it all together, you know? Absolutely, and it's so 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 early. Who'd they play? Um, their first game. Who was Bills that? in Buffalo? Come on, bro. That's the top five, top ten defense over there. In it Buffalo. is. It is. I, he I just get it's backups. I get it, but still, depth matters. So yeah, it yeah, is. And I mean, obviously, it's one preseason game, and I'm still going to be watching them because the guy yeah. could be a beast. Let the man breathe, you know. But, um, it looked a little bit, just a little bit nerve wracking, just a little bit. But then my second loser that I'm going to say, Bryce Young. Not because he played bad, but because that Panthers offensive line is not looking good whatsoever. And I feel like he might have a similar situation that Justin Fields had last year. Yeah. That's that's the issue. There's definitely definitely some potential um potential downfall there for Young for sure is a is a poor line. Granted, though, yet again, Jets D line is phenomenal. Even their backups is uh is phenomenal. So yeah. you kind of got to give him a little leeway. Um, but I do. Right. I do. You're right. Yeah. If uh, I mean, if you're a rookie and you have a battle line, it's just setting you up for failure. So, but you know, you know, I will give the Panthers credit because they did bring him some help. I mean, you got DJ Chark, you got Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders, you got Demir Bird, who when he had his little stint in Chicago, he wasn't horrible. They have a second string left tackle named Michael Jordan. Saw that. I didn't know they had DJ Chark. Yeah, but I'm just reading through depth chart right now, too. But, I mean, it's it's not a horrible – it's not like he was put on the worst team in the league. Like, the Panthers did not have a bad season last year. They didn't have a particularly right. they were, they were horrible season. They were competing, honestly, for the division. They were competitive. Yeah. And they can be competitive this year. Now, I got to fucking root against them, which I hate it because I love the Carolina Panthers, one of my favorite teams of football. But um, because we have their first round pick, so I want them to just fucking suck balls. But I think that Bryce Young's going to be a guy. He's going to be, he's going to be a Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be a Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be a Josh Allen. You know, he's going to be in that category eventually. But it's going to take some time. You know, and I just think that this year, specifically, I can never say that fucking word, dude. I have like a little list whenever I say my S's sometimes, and I just can't say that word. But specifically, it sounds like I'm saying it sounds like I'm saying specifically. It does, yeah. But I mean, it's that was not that was. I get the point across. I get the point across. Yes, yes. But um, I don't know. I just think that Bryce Young is 
it's going to take a lot of time with them. I would agree just because the Panthers are so developing for sure. Yeah. I, I think the Trevor Lawrence comparison in the sense of it's, it's going to take years to really get him going is accurate. I don't, I think Trevor Lawrence is one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen come out of college. Right. So I'm not going to necessarily compare young to Lawrence in the sense of talent, Yeah. but in the sense of it takes time, completely agree with you. I think about a lot of the rookie quarterbacks right now, because a lot of them are on pretty, I, I would say bottom half kind of dog shit teams. You say that about Stroud, you could say it about Richardson in all honesty, the Colts are not going to be good. So yeah, it's going to take time with these guys. And yeah, it's one week of preseason. Like we can't say shit, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I know. These are just some steamers coming out of it. But um, also what I was going to say about Richardson is back to the Colts taking a risk is that I'm still, regardless if he's good or bad, I'm just happy that they did something because look at their quarterbacks the past couple of years. You had Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, and fucking Matt Ryan. The white they, boys. They needed to do something. They just needed to get a fresh start. What do you think about Anthony Richardson's rap game? I, I heard the song. It wasn't bad. Oh. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. It, it was it, rough, Doug. It's it was not rough. Good. It was rough, but it wasn't horrible. Okay. You can you can hold that opinion. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, but he did I, say. I was not a fan. I he did say that he throws the ball player. like Drew Brees, and that's kind of that, that's kind of crazy. That's, that's pretty crazy. But. <laughs> Yeah. All right, go with yours. All right. The, the, we need to talk about the Ravens here, man. The Ravens mu- have to be the greatest team of all time, betting-wise. Obviously not in NFL history. They haven't lost a preseason game in over seven years. Yeah. And this Dude. is – this. I get it's preseason, but to win this many games of preseason in a row is actually unbelievable. It's crazy. It's And, I mean, it. it means nothing. It, it means, means nothing. Literally nothing. But um, hold on, I'm looking up the exact number. Um, it's 25. 24. 24. Wait. No, I, I. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This week is going yep. for 25. Which? Don't what's the record? What's? I don't, the, I don't give a fuck if it's preseason, if it's practice. I don't care. 24 football games winning in a row is unbelievable. I'm looking That's, this up. The record's 24. I thought. Oh, wow. So the Packers back from 1959 and 1962 is five more wins. Five more wins. There was a 19-game preseason win streak by the Packers, which spanned from 1959 to 1962. Oh, so they've already broken it. Yeah, and they're, they're just adding on to it at this point. That is unbelievable. But, dude, like, I was talking with Josh about this a lot, too. And it's so cool for Ravens fans now, though, because they care about preseason now. Yeah. You know, they like, like, I mean, like, we both watch our teams every week during preseason. But they, like, watch their team. And they, they root for their teams, like, because it's something to rally around, you know? Yeah. That's what it is. It's something to rally around. That's crazy. If only they can go and like produce that into something meaningful, that would be great. Maybe a healthy yeah. Lamar Jackson, per se. <laughs> Maybe a true wide receiver one. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you got OBJ this year. We'll see, man. Coming off injury. We'll see. Yeah. And then you got a fantasy take. Have you done any fantasy drafts yet? 
I'm not. No, it's too early. It's too yeah, early. it's too early. You gotta. No, wait dude. I saw some fucking people doing it. I'm like, why are you doing it too early? If the you start one- next week, that's fine because it's after the second yeah. preseason week. That's okay. But I mean, if you're doing it now, it's too early, dog. And the one thing that I think is okay is what I knew a couple people who did it is they did drafts with their hometown friends before they left for school, and that's, that's fine. fine too. That's fine too. But I just do mine fucking online with them because I like I only do fantasy drafts that one bye week from preseason to the regular season. That's when you do your fantasy drafts. Yes, I would agree because there's way too much time. You already know, yeah. sadly, from this point that we're recording right now on Wednesday, August 16th at 11.38 a.m. Central Time to the start of the NFL season, there will be a major injury. You know, it's sad, but it something will it happen. happens every year. It happens it, every it year. It will happen, you know. Yeah. Um, so, wow, you're predicting injuries. You're fucking canceled, dude. It's, it's too early. Like, no, you're done. You stop, stop. You're done. You're canceled. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this has been stuff to BS. It's been a great three seasons. Um, good knowing you. Yesterday on fucking ESPN or whatever it was, they did it, all the big football ESPN fantasy analysts got together and they did their draft. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? This is your job, and you're doing a fantasy football marathon drafting after preseason week one. Oh my god, dude. Oh, oh, ESPN recently has been, oh, they've been going, dude, they're getting rid of everyone. And people are, they're not even just getting rid of everybody. People are leaving. Oh, and did you see what happened? And I, I'm really want to hear your opinion about this is how Barstool, how Dave Portnoy by Barstool, but the Barstool Sportsbook is now becoming ESPN bet. I heard about that. I don't know if a sports media company who streams some of the most important sports out there should be owning a sports book. Yeah, it's it's interesting, but I, I found out that news because I listened to um, another podcast, which is great, and I'm not going to advertise another podcast on here because you should be listening to us, but... But part of my take is a great podcast. So oh, PMT is fucking electric. You know that it has ten billion like downloads. One billion, actually. I listened to the episode. I think the tenth ever to reach one billion. You know what's the crazy thing is I just watch clips from other podcasts. Like I'll watch clips of PMT, but I don't listen to other podcasts. Fair enough. I I don't listen to. They're phenomenal. They're great. Great interviews. I just never really find the time to like I used to when I used to work at the store back in the day, I would when I was working, I'd pop in an AirPod and listen. Well, if I'm if I'm like going for a walk or if I'm driving or, you know, doing some even some work, even I'll pop it in and listen. They're great. Great personality. They do talk a good amount of sports, which is great. But they also have a lot of personality and a lot of outside stuff, too. So it's a good it's a good show. It's a good show. Regardless, um, I don't know exactly how we started talking about that, but um it is too early for for fantasy drafts and the ravens going for 25 this week is fucking unbelievable are you hitting are you hitting the ravens money line this week is that happening i have zero dollars on my sports betting account okay well, well no if you had if you had five dollars you put well, no you want to hear about my streak i i really don't i don't okay you're gonna hear about my streak okay. so basically so I I don't usually sports bet over the summer unless if I go to like a Cubs game because you know me I'm not I've been getting a lot more into I've been dude following this fucking Cubs team this season has been so fun and I've been watching like every single game like besides the Cubs I'm I'm very iffy on my baseball knowledge but I've just been watching the Cubs and it's so fun but uh, even though we fucking dropped the ball last night against the Sox but um. 
I opened my sports betting app and I gave like one of my buddies a refer my referral code a while ago. I opened it up and I have forty free dollars. Wow. 40 bucks for free. So I'm like, fuck yeah, right? Oh yeah. I run up that forty dollars to a hundred fifty in a day. And then I pull out, I pull out like fifty. No, no, no. I pulled out like a hundred bucks, I think. Right. So I'm already right. up a hundred. And then eventually I hit zero with the rest of those in there. So I deposited another 20. Turned 20 into 120. Pulled out another hundred, hit zero. And now I'm literally just playing with free money. I just keep depositing, pulling out, and then playing with profit. Like that, but now I'm at zero after the fucking Cubs game last night. Basically book you with Trent. No, he loses all the time. I know. I know. Yeah. But I mean, once the NFL season starts, I'm loading up my fucking account. And getting after it, you know. Um, well, that's great. Well, this brings me to my second thing I want to I want to talk about in soft BS uh, segment. Then we'll move on to real deal real quick. Um, so we were just talking about fantasy drafting. So my strategy the past few years has always been draft a running back early, maybe even double running back. Everybody has their own strategy. Sometimes you go tight end super early. Sometimes you go double wide receiver if you're in PPR. Everybody's got their own thing going on. You know what I mean? Usually I'm a guy that likes to go double running back early to get the security blanket of if I have a running back go down, especially for depth, I'm going to be okay. You know what I mean? This is one of those years where you kind of look around the league and besides like six or seven teams, like it's a committee, by it's a running back by committee type of thing. And so my take today is definitely to draft a running back early in fantasy and maybe even two running backs because you, I mean, you can name a team name besides like literally five, six, seven teams. There will be a predominant running back by committee. There will be a main back, but there will be the back that's going to take 30%, 40% of those, of those guys snaps as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying. Dogs, right. The, so, the one thing is, um, what's it called? Um, the one issue is I see a couple teams out there like the Packers. They have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Obviously, A.J. Dillon, I mean, Aaron Jones is more dominant, but A.J. Dillon is going to get a lot of touches too. Right. So, it like, just, that's a team where you don't – where, I mean, you can take them. Like, both of them will murky. Points. It's murky. It's murky. Yeah. Like, but you look at almost – because, because Zeke just went to New England. If you didn't know that, Zeke's on New England now. So, that backfield is fucked. Ramondre Stevenson draft stock, drop. <laughs> You yeah. go look at the Jets, and you're like, oh, shit, they got Brees Hall. They already had Michael Carter, who kind of takes a few snaps away. Brees Hall is coming back from an ACL tear, and now they add Dalvin Cook. I am not touching that backfield. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. no yeah. No, no. I agree. You know? I agree. Um, But, yeah, no, there's a lot of teams out there where you could just really – you just got to look into the running back room and see if they have two dominant backs or one. Right. And, and yesterday on ESPN, this, this draft I was watching – they didn't even know what running back to pick in Miami. This is like one of the last rounds. So like, I need running back depth. And there's three Miami running backs all ranked around the exact same. And they're like, I have no idea who's going to be getting the ball. And it's like Raheem Mostert, they're, uh, Devin A. Chain from AM, their rookie, and then one yeah. other motherfucker who I can't think of right now. And it's like, they're like, I don't know who to go with. It's a, it's like everywhere you look, it's, it's, it's a big committee, you know? Yeah. Buffalo's got a committee. Um, that whole fucking division has a committee. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, my biggest thing is whenever I draft in fantasy, I'm somehow always the first person to take quarterback, and I always get Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, obviously, I take like 
wide receiver, and then I take a running back. But I'm always like the first person to take a quarterback. And that's that's how you play it. I mean, it's not, there's no right or wrong strategy per se until you see how it pans out. You yeah. Know? This year I'm really going to try and stack. I really want to stack my team. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really done it before, but maybe Justin Fields and DJ Moore. Okay. That could be pretty cool. That could be like really good, like really good. You know what I'm Anyways, saying? Draft running back early. So I'm just yeah. Good job. Good job, man. That's, um, that, that's that's my advice to you. You do what you want to do. That's what I will be doing because there are so many committees. It feels like there's a lot more committees this year than in years past. Yeah. So, what do you want to talk about next? Um. Well, I guess you kind of already did it for me, but I wanted to say the biggest riser so far through preseason, uh, through one week. Um, Team-wise, I wanted to know who you thought – Depth-wise, who you thought looked the sharpest out there so far? Huh? DJ Moore. So uh, you're going to name a bear. Of course you are. DJ Moore. I'm going to name – I'm going to say Brown's backup quarterback, DTR. You've been seeing stuff DTR about DTR put on a fucking show, dude. He's actually – DTR's my fucking dog. I love that guy at UCLA. I thought he was great. Yeah. I thought he'd go earlier in the draft than he did. And he's yeah. been balling. Deshaun Watson better look out because that Deshaun Watson's been. I'd say Johnny Manziel, man. too. Johnny Manziel. Oh, Johnny Manziel. Dude. That dog that, is phenomenal. Dude, if I were you, I'd feel shitty because instead of going to AM where Johnny Manziel played, you went to Texas. Where Vince Young played? Johnny Manziel's better. Bro. <laughs> dude, that's like the coolest player of all time Vince how Jones much money known as one of the greatest college football quarterbacks do you time. think okay ready if, if there won a championship hold on. if there was nil who would have made more money trevor lawrence or johnny Manziel? dude obviously johnny Manziel. obviously dude, he i think that he would have made how much do you think he would have made a lot infinite amount of money how many millions well did you watch the documentary not yet i'm watching it today Okay, you better. Well, there's a whole thing about not being paid. And so behind the scenes, here comes. Yeah, no, he went and did autograph signings. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much. Right now, the leader for football, for college football, I believe is Arch Manning, Hook'em Horns, and he's getting paid around $3 million. If I had to guess, I I feel like Johnny Manziel would be getting paid around $5 and $6 million. If he played in today's game and it's the same type of thing, right? Back then, $5 million was a little bit more um, value wise than what it is now, per se. You know? Art should have went to Tennessee. Um, no, he shouldn't have. I followed in Peyton's footsteps. Relax, boy. Or old miss. Or old miss. How is Illinois State gonna be in football this year? You know, because we're gonna be pretty damn good. I don't know and I don't care. Sad, sad boy hours. It's all good, man. I just watched the full college football slate every Saturday. Well, that's 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 very fair. Are you gonna be rooting for us this year? I might. You should. You need a team. You should. You should hop on the bandwagon right here. No, I. You know who I like. Michigan State. Go green, baby. Till I die. Well, no, I'm also a big Illinois guy. I mean, Illinois is not good at college football either. They had a decent year last year. Yeah, no, but I mean, I got a root for Illinois. I mean, my sister went there, so that's my other team. Have a really good running back come out or something like that. I corner. 
Oh, that's right. Witherspoon. Yeah, dude. He was a fucking beast. Yeah, bro. He was a top 10 pick this year. He was a beast. Dude, Illinois could be so good at football if our Illinois recruits just actually went to Illinois. Like, why would they do that? They would, like, why? Yeah, no, like, Illinois is way better at high school football than Texas is, so. Bro can't even say that without smiling. Yeah, dude, that's what I dude, thought. Dude, what the fuck, though? You went to some, like, bummy high school, and I see pictures of this new Texas high school that has a Sonic and a Jimmy John's in their cafeteria. Yeah, man, the land out there costs fucking nothing. They're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so why didn't you go there? Just to extend that. My high school actually just got, like, rebuilt, per se, and built this huge-ass building. Dude, so did mine. It's always, like, the year after you graduate. Yeah, always. These younger cats, like, this class of, like, 2029 or whatever the fuck you want to call it, way down the line, is getting all these nice classrooms. Yeah. Nice building. You know what? You guys can track down my high school, but guess what? Nequa Valley, I just said the name, but Nequa Valley (laughs) ranked top 30 in the country for all high schools. When? I don't know. I don't know why, dude. But wow. we're we're a cool great. school, because, I guess. Maybe because you're in the safest neighborhood in America. Top five, actually. Top five. Ah, not, nah, not, dude. Not nah, dude. We call it N Block. It's the place. Uh, N Block. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's what too. What the good. hell is that? Yeah, man. All right. Do we have anything else to talk about? I don't know. I don't think so. I see my way too early power rankings, and I might throw the Bears in the top five. Um, if you do that, I'm kicking you off the show. Lastly, <laughs> a new segment I want to introduce, guys. We are we're getting ready for Week One here. We have some road bumps. We're getting we're gonna work on a new intro for the for the podcast for Season Four. Um, I don't have my mic. Like I forgot, I lost my USB C. I'm ordering a new one. Got Bomb. some road bumps here. We're gonna try out some something new. It's called Spin the Player Wheel. It's a random. It's really not a wheel. It's just a generator. We're gonna we're gonna press the generator, and a random player is gonna show up, and we will be DMing that player, big or small, to come on our podcast. And one of these days, I feel like they're gonna respond and say yes, and it's gonna be the greatest breakthrough I think in sports. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna go here. I don't necessarily need to share my screen. I can just tell you who it is. So this is who we're gonna be this week. Justin All right. Fields. Justin Fields. Or should I generate one player and we go with him? Or should I generate five and then we pick one? What do you think? One. One. First one, whoever it is. Well, okay. We're just going to – this will be a test run, and then we'll do it. Because I, I want to see what it's kind of like. All right. Yeah. We're generating. Oh, God. Julio Jones is, is the random player. Okay. Okay. DM Julio Jones. I'll do it right now. <laughs> that's That's it. Julio. Dude, I swear to God, if we got Julio Jones on this thing, oh, my God. This is such a stretch. What's his Instagram? Let's look. Let's look together. It's probably like Julio 11 or something. I don't see it. We can't do him. Dude, he might not have a gram. I'm not even kidding. Oh, my God. I don't think he does. All right. We got to respin. Yeah, respin. Damn it. All right. Regenerating. Cameron Jordan. Interesting. Okay. That's a good one. That is a good one. Does he got one? Yep, he does. Wait, does he? Cameron Jordan? I feel like every one of these guys on Instagram, he doesn't have one. Yeah, no, but they definitely have, like, weird usernames. It doesn't come up. Wait. No, no, that's some soccer player. All right, do another one. He might have one. We're regenerating again. Oh, fuck. No, this ain't going to work. I'm skipping. Travis Kelsey. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, regenerating. All right, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. There we go. He's got to have one. Bro, got it. Yep. Provides the best fantasy names possible. My, my ball, Zach Ertz. Hi, Zach. Are you going to message him or me? We, both of us, okay. we are huge fans of you. And we are huge fans. We're huge fans of everybody in the NFL. You are busy this season. Was wondering if you could come on me and my friend's podcast called Stop the BS. <laughs> um, yeah, or I'm even send a video saying hi. That's good. We would appreciate it. Thank you. All right, I sent it. How many TikTok followers do you have? On TikTok? I said 128K this morning. Why? Why? Are you throwing that in the email? Of course. You gotta throw I mean, in the fucking DM. Nice. Good shit, man. But yeah, guys, we're going to get Zach Ertz on literally next week. So prepare for that episode. And thank um, you all so much for listening. Or maybe to... just send a video of you saying hello. Saying Thanks what's so up. Much. What's up, fuckers? You're watching Stop the BS. This Thanks is so, Zach. That Kurt. would be awesome. Thanks so much for your time. That would be the new intro video. <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah. But um, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. And we are back every Wednesday at 7 p.m. So be prepared for that. And we appreciate you boys. And we will catch you guys next week. Is Zach Ritz going to be on? Probably. We're about, to, we're about to find out, guys. I think it will be. But thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate it. And we will see you guys next week. We're back every week, baby. We're back. This is y'all.